0: Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam, and I don't even know where to start right now. i got a great guest lined up for you, speaker, coach, author, fellow podcast host, and quickly turning into a partner in crime is my good friend, Shay Sparks. How are you?
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: We're 30 minutes into this now, folks, and we're finally hitting the record button, getting this out to you. So welcome to the show, everyone. How are you? You
1: know, I am actually really, like I said, I'm really wonderful. Like this has been, uh, we're in the middle of, I guess, the middle of the rerun of the the spring of 2020, right? (laughs) (laughs) Where it's just one big groundhog day. So I am... Uh, thrilled. I'm happy. I'm loving it. I've yeah. been enjoyed every minute of it.
0: Love it. I want to get into some of the stuff uh, that you do and whatnot. But be- before we do all that, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, let's see. I was born. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am a, like you said, I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. I'm a fearless living coach. I am also a business consultant. I help businesses um, brainstorm the vision for their business, I help people transform their trauma into treasure through my coaching, and I also help people who are looking to start a business transform their trauma into a treasure through finding their purpose and transforming it into a profit.
0: You say, I want to start, you said fearless living coach? Yeah. What is, what exactly, What what's a fearless living coach? What do you mean by that?
1: So we all have fear and it shows up in different forms. Most people assume that fear is like uh, fear of spiders or fear of heights, fear of flying. And it is that, and it is also things like procrastinating, overthinking. Um, yeah, right? Wow. Oh, the eyes go wide. Yeah, yeah. It, that's how your brain shows up as fear is you've been triggered in some way, shape, or form, and then all of a sudden you go to, maybe that there's an inner negative self-talk. You're constantly like putting yourself down, beating yourself up type of thing. That's how fear shows up for you. Now, my brother would always say, well, I'm not scared of anything. And I go, okay, so do you have a story um, or a conversation that you replay in your head? And he's like, yeah, from high school. I'm like, that's fear.
0: That's fear. Wow. Yeah. So I gotta ask, how did you, how did you get started in all of that? Like, what prompted that? Where, like, you literally, you're just like, "Evit, I'm gonna be a fearless leader, fearless leader coach someday, and I'm gonna teach people how to overcome their fears."
1: Hmm, that's a really good question. So it was a very long process. Um, So I'll quickly speed through the details; otherwise, we'll be here, you know, till. 2021. (laughs) Um, so basically I was in an abusive relationship for um, 12 years. And when I got out of it, I started counseling right away, started coaching, get hiring coaches right away, reading books and just started peeling away the the layers of the onion that I am and and healing each layer. And one thing after another after another is all these step different steps that I took because I made the conscious decision and I will say a courage, courageous conscious decision to step out of my comfort zone and try new things and meet new people and to just put myself in vulnerable places, meaning I had to meet new people because I was not good at being vulnerable.
0: You really had to step out.
1: Yeah. And and in doing so,
0: do you feel like you stepped up each time that you did that?
1: Every single time. When you become vulnerable, you gain confidence. That is the one thing I learned. Really? And it is such a huge lesson when some people are like, well, I could never do what you do. Absolutely. You can do everything that I did and more. So
0: how do you take that? Uh, for for the people that are listening, how do you take that like first step then? Like okay, you make this like oh maybe I'm gonna do this social function or well, I guess there's really not many of those right now. But I mean like you know, <laughs> you know I'm gonna right. I'm gonna step out and like I'm gonna put myself out there and you make the decision to do that, but then you you don't.
1: Yeah. Like so- how, how do you overcome that? Yeah, great question. So um, I'll start with the example of starting a business. Okay. okay? So let's just pretend that you want to start a business. You think business ownership would be a great idea, (laughs) but you have no idea where to start, right? Yeah. Um, Or, and you're scared to even do it because you've seen so many people fail. So maybe you just, I go through the process of saying, try things on. So just try different things that you're comfortable with, Meaning, maybe it's just researching different business ideas. Maybe it's researching franchises. Maybe you go with someone that already has the idea instead of creating your own. You know, connecting with people who own businesses and having conversations. What were their pitfalls? What were their, you know, their successes? What did they learn what, from the 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 obstacles that they've had to overcome?
0: And you help people that are are. I don't want to say living in fear, but ultimately that have a fear that they're trying to overcome. You help them through that process to overcome that that fear, whatever it may be. Yes?
1: Yes, but they don't even know it's a fear. So we'll all have it that we don't even know it's a fear. Like I mentioned, you wouldn't think that overthinking or... You know, beating yourself up or you know, replaying that conversation that you should have asked that girl to prom in high school. That's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, That's a fear. That's how your fear is reacting in your brain. So it's very similar to trauma in your brain, right? So we have a stress and we have a trauma right. how, and it reacts in two different places. Your fear is reacting in a different place and it's protect, it all loves you. Fear loves you. It's trying to protect you so for an example, now you're afraid to ask your wife to go do something because the girl back in high school said no to prom, right? So that fear is constantly showing up, but you didn't, might not have known that that's what it was.
0: That's pretty deep.
1: Right? <laughs> right. And it's, it, or it could be something as maybe you were even younger than that. It could have been from childhood, like three or four years old, you asked a question and you were told by adults, like, you're just a kid. You don't know anything. Right. So then you go through life thinking, I don't know anything.
0: Can, can a particular fear that whether you know that it's a fear or not, can that spark other things or can that um, cause other f- fears? later on i guess
1: absolutely so if you so we take you through a whole chart basically we take you what i I take you through what's called a wheel of fear um and the wheel of fear is one (laughs) that sounds horrible but there's a good thing come on up and
0: spin the wheel of fear
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's kind of what we do (laughs) but the good thing is is that there's an antidote which is the wheel of freedom
0: Oh, OK. OK. now. Yeah, okay. So, so we
1: do give you the tools to move forward, all right. even though the fear has might, might have been stopping you. So we figure out what your trigger is. And that could be somebody that you're thinking that somebody is thinking you're stupid or you're weak or you're incompetent. And then your brain automatically goes to those things that we talked about, like beating yourself up or um, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. You know, whatever the enough is, I'm not enough. Right. And then that doesn't help. That doesn't take you out of fear. So then it goes into what's called a core negative feeling. And the core negative feeling is like the worst feeling of the worst. So just like you said, does it add on to something else? Absolutely, it adds on to something else because if you don't get off your wheel of fear and go into freedom, then you go into core negative feeling and that drives self-destructive behaviors.
0: And it can morph into other things.
1: Absolutely, so what is self-destructive behavior? Well. Drinking too much, eating too much, uh, gambling, smoking, right? Not here's what I found of myself is not giving myself enough nourishment. So what does that mean? Drinking enough water, sleeping enough, eating the right foods, moving when my body is hinting at me to move. Yeah, I was not nourishing myself because I didn't think I deserved it.
0: It Rook, I want what you have a website or how can people? get a hold of you. So for so the listeners out there that are listening and want to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Thank you. They can contact me on my website is shaysparks.com. That's dot com, And the, all my social media links are on there. I believe you can actually, um, Book an appointment on there as well. I'm not quite sure with my calendar, but that's probably not been updated. So just find me <laughs> on my social media links and send me a message, or they can email me at hey shay at Hey Shay,
0: I love that. <laughs> hey shay. Um, wheel of freedom, huh? I like I like that.
1: So, when we f- go from <clears throat> we find out your wheel of fear, then the next step is to find out what your wheel of freedom is. And so the wheel of freedom is finding your essential nature. And the essential nature is the thing that you give so freely to everyone else, but not yourself.
0: Huh. How long have you been doing this? You've been doing this for quite a while, haven't you?
1: Well, I've been a coach for two years. I've been certified um, for the last year in fearless living. However, I'm also a hairstylist. What? And I... Yeah, and I have been coaching from behind the chair for 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just natural. And I didn't have, I really didn't know what I was doing until I got into the certification program. And I was like, oh my gosh, here I've been doing this and didn't even realize I was doing it. So it was just so affirming that I was on the right path.
0: I love it. I want to change things up here a little bit. The power of investing in people. Yeah, there's a podcast that you do. I love the show. Thank uh, you. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that and, and the power of investing in people? Like, what I hear investing, I'm thinking you're throwing money, but it's not always that either.
1: Mm-mm. Well, <clears throat> I'll take for an example one of the the people I've interviewed on the show. He is a COO of a a corporation that uh, online business that sells bats and gloves, baseball bats and baseball gloves. Yes. And I absolutely loved their company culture because what they did is they realized that things needed to be, for lack of a word, shifted. Right. Right. Things needed to be kind of shooken up a little bit to see, to make sure that they're keeping quality, loyal people. And how do you do that is really what they started to explore. And so, what they did is they hired um, consultants and outside trainers and, and coaches to come in and invest in their employees as getting to know them. They had them fill out surveys, they had them fill out um, you know personality tests and things like that in order to get to know them. For an example, one of their employees um, and they have this actually on the outside of their cub- cubicle. It's a it's a from one of the tests. It tells them who they are, I can't remember the exact test that they used, but tells them who they are, which they're like a a extreme introvert, which means they like to eat lunch at their desk while working, like almost do not disturb, right? And that made that person um, 50% more productive because they didn't feel pressure to have to go socialize. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that didn't, that also allowed everyone else to understand that that person's not stuck up or mean or whatever else they had decided about this person or assumed about this person. It's just that that's how they work. Got it. So, and it also will say something like um, email um, to set an appointment, you know, things like that. So it's just like mind boggling. You would think that most people would understand that, but it's really about communicating.
0: That's a good way. To, it's it's an interesting way. I haven't seen anything like that, but it totally makes sense because one, you're respecting somebody's space and time, and yes. if you get all basically all their information right there, we could be, okay, I got it. I'll just shoot this guy an email, or this gal an email, yeah. with what I need later on, and set it up that way, as opposed to hey, I need this right, blah 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 blah
1: right? Yeah. I need you to come to my office to yeah. whatever. And they're like, I would rather, you know, they're sitting there. Maybe they're having an anxiety attack because they have to step out of their cubicle right. and have to walk to whatever office when all they really want to do is just have the conversation over, you know, instant message or email or something, or even a, I doubt a phone call if they're an introvert, but, who knows? <laughs> but you never know. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a win-win, right? It's a win for the company and it's a win for the employee because they're feeling understood and valued and validated. So what I do is I interview people who have done that in some way, shape, or form. So they have figured out that they had an obstacle. That's what this company did. They figured out that the obstacle was they're losing good people and they don't understand why. Big So they invested in themselves. They were like, okay, what can we do? Okay. We can hire all these other people. So a lot of times that means outside sources. When you invest in yourself, it's a, it could be self-care, it could be hiring a coach, it could be getting a therapist, it could be joining a gym. It could literally be all these different things. It could be finding a mentor like yourself, Adam. You know, it could be, <laughs> it, yes, you are a mentor, I know. <laughs> and it could be all these different things that you've invested in yourself and then it naturally overflows onto your family, your business, your community.
0: And in in doing stuff like that, do do you feel that most people tend to have, or once they've done and invested in themselves a little bit more, do you find people to be more positive or have more of a positive frame of mind?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's a, I think most people when they've come to that obstacle, it's it's their rock bottom.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Right? Like enough's enough.
0: I'm not dealing with uh, this crap anymore. It's either... Exactly. You know, I get, yeah, okay.
1: So, for instance, for an example, my my ex, when I was in that abusive relationship, he was in a car accident, and that's how I was able to get out. And I know the statistics that most abused women go right back into another real abused relationship. And right. I was like, I made that decision on the drive home from the hospital that first night. Like, I am never going to make this decision again. I am not going to be in an, another relationship like this. What do I need to learn? Who am I, right? (laughs) Who Who am I, and why did this happen? And what do I go from here? And I did a lot of hard work on myself, and it was so worth it. Because okay, go ahead.
0: No, was it? Did you Did you realize that maybe instead of being in that relationship, you needed to be alone for a while to figure out who you were? Um, it, it. I because I hear this and I'm I'm taking it to there was a time where it was like I realized there 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 was a a, I don't want to say an identity crisis per se but almost like from one relationship to the next where it was a bad relationship or whatnot and then that that's you're in a comfort zone because that's all you know so then Mm -hmm. when something nice or something good does come along you're like what can I do to sabotage this because I have no idea what this is like and this is just way too good it can't be true. Let's do something to mess this up and then turn around. And then it got to the point where, you know, what? I'm, I'm done. I just need to be alone because I need to work on me. I need to figure out who I am. And I think in doing so that whether it's myself or other people that I know that have gone through similar situations, they've come out much more positive uh, as far as mindset and stuff moving forward.
1: Absolutely. So you, what you did and I know you uses it as an example. I'm assuming it was you, but that's okay. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I mean, I knew a guy. All right, all right. I
1: mean, yeah, we could have you, you know, we could yeah. totally do a session right now. Go but that's on. okay, we <laughs> won't. <laughs> um, absolutely. So, you're not alone, first of all. Right. Um, it's very common for people to do this because you said something so key. You're comfortable because it's all you know. Right. So, think about that as an abused woman.
0: Or abused person. Well, and that's, that's ideally, that's the point I'm getting at. Like people get into a comfort zone. Right. And if that's That's, all, you know, you're never going to step out of that, that comfort zone or that you're never going to step out of the back until you make that conscious decision that you've had enough.
1: However, I will also add to that. People don't know that there's other life.
0: Ooh, Yeah.
1: So they only know what they know. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah. So I asked myself this question from the very beginning and I ask it uh, a lot of my clients and I ask it a lot of myself. What is it that you don't know that you need to know in order to move forward?
0: Yeah, because ultimately it comes down to a decision
1: yeah. That you have to make. Absolutely. Right? right. Absolutely. It's a courageous, conscious decision. Absolutely. So what I needed to know was how to love. Mm. I also needed to know how to be loved. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are ever raised in a, in a, in a home where you don't see that or know that, or yeah. can I identify that? you have no idea what love looks like in a healthy way. You only know the love that looks like what you went through.
0: How many of you listeners out there that are listening to this right now thought that we were gonna get this deep today, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Some of you are listening to this and be like, damn, I gotta gotta start looking at my life in, in a different perspective a little bit. Give them your information one more time, please.
1: Uh, you can email me at hey Shay that's H-E-Y-S-H-A, at com. My website is shaysparks.com S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S.com.
0: We're getting close on time, and I know if we don't, <laughs> if I don't bring it in, you and I will go off. On, we'll be here all day. We'll have like a four-hour. Thank you for calling in, and we'll have to start taking calls. You can make your donation at blah, blah, blah. Um
1: That's next time. The
0: the power of investing in people. That's your podcast. Where can people hear all of that? Where can they find uh, your your podcast?
1: Well, I am just beyond thrilled to be collaborating with you at Heroes Media Group. So you can find it at (laughs) heroesmediagroup.com and under.
0: I love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but, under, I believe it's under the tab of yeah, podcasts or yeah, shows yeah, or something. Yeah, right?
0: go go to shows. You you can find a show there. Yeah. Uh, you're on Apple, uh, Google. Yes, I'm on like all, basically, all, 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 all of that. All the all. anywhere that you're listening to a podcast right now. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening to this show, open up another browser and go check it out. The power of investing in people. I don't. I, there's one other thing I want to touch on um, here, real quick. You're also an author. Um, mm-hmm. Books. Yeah, book, I have. Book or books, singular, plural? We got more plural. coming? Plural, okay.
1: a uh, Plural, and yes, I have more coming. So um, my first book is called How to Get Your Voice Back, Six Steps to Build Up Your Confidence When Negativity Takes You Down. I
0: like that.
1: And um, it's a prompt journal, and I will just say God wrote it through me. It's, ama- it's amazing.
0: Dropping the big um, man's name. I uh, like that too. Nice. Yeah.
1: And the second book is a co-authoring project I was in. It's called Visionistas, Women Who Think Outside the Box. And um, I am going to be hosting um, my own co-authoring book series. It's going to be called Hashtag Firestarters.
0: Ooh, digging that. Yeah. Digging that. Now, this so in the books and stuff, they can find all this information on your website and stuff too? Yep.
1: Yep, they can purchase the books. It's halfway down. They can click on which book they want. And yeah, I would love to send you an autographed copy.
0: Well, I'm not opposed to that idea. So, (laughs) Um, Shay, we're coming up on time. And I got one more question I got to ask you. It's a question I ask everybody that comes on the show. You're on the show called The Decision Hour. And we make decisions, as you know, every day. Name a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision, what was it and what was the atmosphere like for you at that time?
1: Mm, that's a great question. Gosh, there's so many things running through my head right now. Um, okay, so I have always wanted to live in two places uh, since I was um, 19. I've always wanted to do that. And I had an opportunity fall into my lap of, hey, would you, uh, my friend asked me if I would consider being her roommate in Washington, D.C. And we were coming up on, well, we had to make a decision within probably the next week or so of, do we do this? Do we not do this? And all I could think of is, what am I going to be doing part-time in Washington, D.C.? How am I going to come up with the money? How is this all going to work? What is it there for me? Blah blah blah. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And um, I mentioned God earlier, so I'm a very spiritual person, and I just really prayed about it, and that's what I do with every decision I have to make. And it's literally a feeling inside uh, your gut. They call it a you know gut reaction. That intuition of absolutely yes oh my god yes or it's a no right there's either one or the two and if there's that hesitation i think okay then this isn't the time this isn't right for me so when i have that oh my god yes then i just know to jump and uh, figure out the rest later
0: so what you're saying is that you you live in two places so you got like a, something like a summer home or a winter home or whenever you decide to go east or west. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's, yeah, uh, yeah well, it to, <laughs> before <laughs> all this, before the ground, <laughs> the groundhog spring of 2020. And I say that uh, very
0: loosely, obviously. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it was um part-time every month back and forth.
0: Yeah. Well, good, good. Yeah. um Shay, what do you want, in, in closing, what do you want our listeners to, to know? Let, final word
1: hmm, you're not alone. We've all experienced some sort of trauma in our own way. And we have uh, tools and tips and tricks to overcome it. And when you share it, our lessons learned from those obstacles, that is when you ignite a spark of hope in other people. And when you ignite that spark, the whole world lights up.
0: Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to come and talk to the listeners. And I always have fun when I get a chance to talk to you. Folks, if you're listening to this show, reach out to her. Um, We're going to have all of her information up on the social media Uh, the Decision Hour social media sites. You can check out her show, The Power of Investing in People. It is on Heroes Media Group. Uh, Simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Click on the uh, show tab. You can find her show right there. Also heard on all the other uh, podcasting platforms that are out there. That's all the time that we have today. We want to thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.